So today we're continuing session 87, Love One, received May 12, 1982. And we last week got into some dynamics of the negative path. Don asking about the negative entity, the fifth density, 5D negative entity, and its um, activity and the principles that are guiding its um, decisions. <clears throat> or its use of the law of free will to control those below. Uh, particularly, uh, Ra was not quite clear with the focus of Don's question at 87, 10, and 11. Uh, let me just read a little bit of Ra's answer, 87, 10, and 11, to review and start the discussion here today. Uh, Don was asking basically <clears throat> um, uh, where's the negative entity coming from what is it trying to do and this is something we've we've gotten into before um, and how the how negative entities as a whole work with the law of free will which um, does limit their activity 8710 Ra continued and said, the nature of the fourth density neg negative entities, observance of the free will distortion, while pursuing the seeding of third density thought patterns is material which has already been covered. That which can be offered of the negatively oriented information is offered. It's altered to the extent that the entity receiving such negative information is of positive orientation, meaning if the person <clears throat> like this is this is the basis of mixed channeling, mixed orientation channeling, where the person is positive, but they're in contact with a negative entity because they have their own personality blockages, personality distortions, or uh, selfish tendencies, or lower chakra blockage, <clears throat> and uh, end up, you know, giving information that is doom and gloom because they want. Uh, they think that important that material is important, or they believe that they're being told the truth, or they um, somehow want to feel important to the people they're sharing the information with, and other personal um, motivations. So many such contacts are of a mixed nature. So that's in terms of channeling. Um, <clears throat> in terms of uh, working with beings below, um, eighty-seven eleven. Ra answered that the fourth density negative entity has made the choice available to each at third density harvest, meaning the choice of which way to go, but it's not an intellectual choice. It's, the, it's a choice based on demonstrated um, direction of will, the direction of will towards the ways of negative orientation or positive for the negative entity, the ways of control and separation. Ra goes on, it's aware of the full array of possible methods of viewing the universe of the one creator, and it is convinced that the ignoring and non-use of the green ray energy center, love, will be the method most efficient in providing harvestability of fourth density, meaning for itself and for those negative entities that they uh, control and guide to harvestability. They consciously realize, or they consciously believe that um, love is weakness, love is inferior, inferior, love is not the way. The way is um, all out seeking power at any cost, by any means necessary. 
and <clears throat> its its relationship to humanity, Ra explains a bit, its operations among those of third density which have not yet made this choice, meaning unpolarized, not negatively oriented or positive, and susceptible to their influence, uh, its operations are designed to offer to each each of the people who may be getting it opportunity to consider the self-serving polarity and its possible attractiveness. And so that's what we see happening in the world today, certainly in hierarchical organizations like military, like government, like corporation, like um, any institution, including, you know, academic, um, legal, police, uh, media, you know, there's a hierarchy. And the more negative, the higher you'll get. <laughs> That's why those at the low levels and mid-levels may be kindly or sincere and trying to do good, while those uh, at higher middle levels and higher levels overall um, are committed to service to self. And so uh, the evil on earth <clears throat> is basically an opportunity for negative, is the offering of catalyst. All It can be seen as also the offering of catalyst to those who are unpolarized or not sufficiently positively oriented to give them a chance to see the possible attractiveness of the way of evil, the way of self-service, which basically requires um, increasing heartlessness and increasing discipline. And many of the negatives or many of the humans on the negative path here are, are um, not quite disciplined enough to get uh, all that's demanded of them by Orion. 8712, the new material, Don says, it seems to me that this is a service to others action in offering the possibility of the self-serving path. <laughs> what is the relative effect of polarization of this? I don't understand that point. So it's an interesting <laughs> um, folding over, folding back, I think, of um, the activity of negatives in offering uh, oppression <laughs> and deception and control and enslavement, uh, seeing that as a, a possible as service to others offering, like they're being kindly by show by by oppressing, enslaving, de deceiving, manipulating, by offering you know that <clears throat> service to self service to self activity as Don's view a an apparently service to others action. Um, I think that he folded too much there. Ra explains, and this is um, good stuff to know about the negatives because it really is confusing for most wanderers, and I assume there are not too many people listening here on these talks uh, deep into the book, deep into book four, a session eighty-seven, other than wanderers and uh, agents who are taking notes. Uh, for wanderers, it's very rare that we have a very deep understanding of the ways of the negative path. At some level, we don't even want to know. <clears throat> it, it's and and the Bible, New Testament, I think, talks about this. That or old, new, old, I don't know. That that there's something kind of polluting <clears throat> or dirty, just to consider the ways of the of the negatives, because they really are uh, intended to pollute. They're polluted on their path. They polluted love. You know, they hate love. So coming from that. Uh, or they need to keep hating love. They need to cremate care. They need to destroy um, any natural heart, soul feeling. <clears throat> just thinking about it, just getting into their details is uh, repugnant 
to a degree. And therefore, most wanderers are kind of naive and um, ill-informed. So Ra explains, In your armed bands, a large group marauds <clears throat> and pillages successfully. <clears throat> the, the success of the privates is claimed by the corporals, the success of corporals by sergeants, then lieutenants, captains, majors, and finally the commanding general. Each successful temptation, each successful harvestable entity, is a strengthener of the power and polarity of the fourth density social memory complex, which has had this success. <clears throat> and um, <laughs> Ra obviously understands military hierarchy better than most of us. Privates, corporals, torp jars, sergeants, lieutenants, captains, majors. I mean, does Carla know that? Did John? Did Don know that? I don't even think they knew that. That that's the structure or that's the hierarchy sequence. But Ra knows. <laughs> They've been they're aware of um, the order of bellicosity. <clears throat> but the point is that each each higher level claims uh, the fruits and and the the rewards of the success of each level below. And for the negative path, for negative entities working with humans that may go on the negative path, or working for them, working on them, to bring them into forty negative harvestability, <clears throat> they're offering temptation. And for the very few uh, successful harvestable forty negative, forty negative harvestable entity, there's strengthening in the power and polarity. So there's difference between power and polarity. Power is what you can use, what access one has to intelligent, intelligent energy. <clears throat> polarity is, I think, one's commitment to, to further development along that line. And um, the degree of heart chakra blockage and lower chakra blockage uh, successfully. And so each higher level <clears throat> gains more power or access to intelligent, in, in intelligent energy. Each higher level also gains further commitment to their path um, and um, contrast, metaphysical contrast, which is polarity. So, okay, that's fine, but that doesn't really explain how they're working with the law of free will. Uh, Don goes on. If one mind-body-spirit complex is harvested from third density into a fourth density social memory complex... Does the total power of the social memory complex before the absorption of this single entity double when the entity is absorbed? Ra said no. Of course it doesn't double. Ra, <clears throat> Don, Don is trying to figure out exactly how the negative system works um, in terms of why they're supporting 3D negatively oriented entities to harvestability. What gain does the negative side get? And 87.14 goes on, says, This, the law of doubling, does not work in this way. It's a law of squares. And it's not, I don't know if there is a law of doubling, actually. <laughs> How much does the power of the social memory complex increase relatively when the single entity is harvested and absorbed into it? <clears throat> okay. Ra explains, If one entity in the social memory complex is responsible for this addition to its being, that mind-body-spirit complex will absorb meaning that entity that helps the other one in, will absorb in linear fashion the power contained in the, shall we say, recruit. If a subgroup is responsible, the power is then this subgroup's. Only very rarely 
is the social memory complex of negative polarity capable of acting totally as one being, the loss of polarity due to this difficulty to which we have previously referred as a kind of spiritual entropy is quite large. And so, <laughs> there's no honor among thieves. There's no commitment to um, honoring promises or cooperation um, between groups. Within any group, the individuals themselves are continually ever competing. So, they accept uh, a temporary provisional enslavement controlled by the one above them, or they take orders and follow them, only for the purpose of, of advancing themselves uh, further in the, in the hierarchy. When they've advanced, and if possible, they'll challenge their boss. Happens all the time. Every mafia looks like that. <clears throat> Every uh, hierarchy probably is like that, where those that rise sufficiently by um, subordination to the one above, voluntary subordination, then uh, turn on the one they previously um, followed and, and obeyed and try to overthrow you know, the next level, the guy up, and uh, take the boss's seat. So that's what they do. And uh, we get an obvious example of that in uh, human Earth-human society. So normally, <clears throat> um, they can't work together as one being the whole organization, they're, they're intrinsically splintered because of the way of, uh, you know, going without love, the way of uh, the negative path being uh, separative. Separative is the um, consequence, the nature of uh, control and use of force to dominate and um, exploit. That doesn't lead to the capacity for harmonious cooperation, even in the goal that they all, you know, to, to control the lower. And so they, they, this, this kind of spiritual entropy, where they're continually working against their own polarity as they continually work to advance their polarity. <laughs> Simply working to advance the themselves on the negative path, uh, continue their negative polarization, actually continually weakens their capacity for negative polarization. And so they're two steps forward, one step back continually. Continually. Alright. 87.15. Don goes on. Then assuming that a single negatively polarized entity is responsible for the recruiting of a harvested third density entity and adds this polarity to his negative polarity and power, what type of ability or what type of benefit is this and how is it used by the entity? <clears throat> okay. Ra explains, the so-called pecking order is immediately challenged, and the entity with increased power exercises that power to control more other selves and to advance within the social memory complex structure. And so again, we see that happening on Earth or, or in any group. And we can also see that happening in relationship, in which one or both, um, not necessarily even, is service-to-self-oriented, but is selfish. Uh, and and feels an entitlement to, to have the other give what they want. You give to me, uh, or I'm not going to stay with you, or you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend, you're my friend, you're my something-something, you're my brother, you're my sister, you're my mother, you're my son, you're my daughter, you're my father, whatever. Uh, the whole family structure, uh, partnership structure, sibling structure, 
may happen in which one person um, <clears throat> feels capable of dominating the other or seeks to dominate and take advantage and if the other loses power or if the other um, fails to stand up to that um, the, the at a subtle level the system dynamics power dynamics of the system change and the person that that sought that successfully got that mm, increased control um, will exploit further and capitalize on it so every little weakness or every little compromise of one may be seen as a defeat as their defeat by the one that seeks greater power and they um, they don't get satisfaction they just want more so give them an inch they take a mile like that so pecking order changes and in 4d negative there's nothing hidden so it's all obvious but here in 3d subtle relational power dynamic changes are generally unrecognized <clears throat> in organizations they're obviously seen you know the boss gets thrown out by the board or uh, somebody um, plants evidence or somebody um, makes a trap and the guy and the boss falls and the guy takes a seat that kind of thing happens all the time <laughs> so what are you going to do with people like that what are you going to do when leaders of society of, of the global civilization are like that <laughs> you just got to let them burn themselves out and do your best to live in love wisdom and um, follow our path in in such a sick social complex so it goes on Don seems quite interested 8716 he asks how is this power measured how is it obvious that this entity has gained additional power and Ra explains in some cases there is a kind of battle this is a battle of wills <clears throat> and the weapons consist of the light that can be formed by each contender in most cases where the shift of power has been obvious it is it simply is acknowledged and those seeing benefit from associating with this newly more powerful entity aid it in rising within the structure and so we see that in terms of international relations we see that happening today with the um, global east-west power shifting uh, where particularly na certain nations that were aligned with the west the US Commonwealth and Europe um, become tighter engaged with Russia China BRICS the Eastern Alliance or Eastern non-Western nations that's happening now and <clears throat> there isn't there, there doesn't have to be a hot war actually for this power shift to happen and that's what you see with the Deagle 2025 forecast actually which is um, <clears throat> essential power relative power dynamics uh, or relative levels of power between the west and the east change um, in ways that are seen by those uh, at the top of um, human human social structures political geopolitical financial <clears throat> and realignment occurs uh, which may include western implosion um, and the world carries on uh, this is a really long subject <laughs> but there are two ways you can say that um, 
uh, hierarchical structures um, reveal or show uh, changed power relations. One is by visible conflict, two is by a, an invisible or um, covert, uh, not covert exactly, but a kind of behind-the-scenes recognition by all concerned that uh, it's a new game now, and the one that had been on top simply can't maintain it, militarily, financially, or whatever. Um, and it's a new game now, or or we got a new leader uh, of the team, or there's a new king, um, you know, that that has the greater power. Uh, this one that had lesser power now has greater power, and it's obvious for all involved um, in this world it may be completely hidden. And general these days, I think that the most important dynamics of world process. Uh, are hidden from the public, and the main, you know, the media certainly shapes public opinion, manufacturing consensus, manufacturing consent, as Chomsky's book. But not only that, um, I think a significant part of what mainstream media does is hide that which is important. And so what's more important than what they tell you is what they don't tell you, this kind of thing. But... Um, an analysis of negative, negatively oriented structures and systems and organizations and hierarchical uh, systems is quite interesting um, if you still care. <laughs> when we leave, when we leave six, the whole thing will be moot, and uh, we'll go mute, <laughs> and it'll seem like um, children playing in the sandbox. Eighty-seven seventeen. Don says thank you. We're pulling out of this discussion of the negatives. Don goes on, we notice the possibility of a confusion between the term mind-body-spirit and mind-body-spirit complex in the last session. Were there a couple of misuses of those terms, shifting one for the other? And there were. Mind-body-spirit is a, a term for the human-level being, or a human being, third-density being, third-density beingness, the human-level entity, before the veil, the system, their their uh, triadic um, vehicle or self, <laughs> it's it's a vehicle of the logos uh, that has uh, apparent self consciousness or that experiences self consciousness or apparent self identity. Uh, before the veil, we call it human level mind body spirit. After the veil, mind body spirit complex. Okay, yeah. Last session, Rom spoke of entities before the veil uh, and after the veil wrongly. Um, and uh, they'll explain. Ross said, yeah, there was an error in transmission. The use of the term mind-body-spirit should refer to those entities dwelling in third density prior to the veiling process. The term mind-body-spirit complex referring to those entities dwelling in third density after the veiling process. We also discover a failure on our part to supply the term complex when speaking of the body or body after the veiling, please correct these errors. Also, we ask that you keep a vigilant watch over these transmissions for any errors and question without fail, as it is our intention to provide as undistorted a series of sound vibration complexes as possible. This entity, Carla, though far better cleared of distortions towards pain flares when prepared by those mental vibration complexes you call prayer, 
is still liable to fluctuation due to its pre-incarnative body complex distortions and the energizing of them by those of negative polarity. So, yeah, mind-body-spirit refers to entities, 3D entities before veiling, mind-body-spirit complex to those after veiling. And the word complex really means that each body and mind and spirit have become complex when previously they weren't prevailing. How so? Well, it seems to me um, the very the very veiling um, establishes um, uh, dualisms or or a principle of of, du- of, of of experiential duality in the three D being after the veiling that wasn't before, in the sense that we the mind can't control the body, the mind can't fully know itself, the mind can't know the spirit, and the spirit can't fully infuse the mind-body without great effort. Before the veiling, uh, it was possible without such effort, or with far less effort, and there wasn't, the, the mind itself wasn't curtained, therefore all was readily available uh, for the having, the problem, of course, was that the entities didn't seek, so they didn't get, uh, they didn't polarize much. But the complexity of of mind or our com- the complexity um, of our experience should never be underestimated. Meaning, you really don't know yourself so well. We really don't know ourselves very well. We really don't know anything very well. Understanding is not of your density, said Ra. We really don't know anything very well. And the people who think that they know so much, you know, <laughs> demonstrate their superficiality, their shallowness, just by that assumption, that belief, that they think they know so much. You know, the wise man is the one who knows he knows very, very little, nearly nothing. And the fool is the one who thinks he's wise, or the one who thinks his meager knowledge is great wisdom, not knowing how little it is compared to the potentials of mind. The potentials of mind are infinite. The goal is omniscience. Our source is, you know, the logos, omniscience. Yet, um, some people here think they know a lot. <laughs> when they die on the other side, they'll realize they know nearly nothing. But one can one can know that now. And so, don't ever think anything simple. What's the reason why? Not one reason. There are many, many reasons. There are countless reasons. What are the karmic causes of this situation? They're countless. However, there are some that are um, more influential than others. So, total knowing without total enlightenment is impossible. Partial knowing is inevitable. Sufficient knowing is very doable. So there's total knowing, there's partial knowing, there's sufficient knowing which is clearly partial, meaning I don't know at all, but I know enough to clear these doubts I know enough to clear these questions, to answer certain questions. I know enough to get to a certain well-being um, about anything. That's possible. That's very doable. But to claim that that's total knowing is folly. And um, we should expect complexity. <laughs> so the problem is not that Ra is um, a fake or Carla, you know, is a, is a mixed reception channel or, or you know, impure the problem is that she's having regular pain flares and it changes the electromagnetics of her body which changes the elect you know the the reception dynamics from sixth density to the three through the 3d physical body 
And so prayer helps. Prayer um, is centering and um, stilling or balancing, harmonizing, uh, and integrating. Uh, and that was uh, recommended and that it helped her. Uh, more about the veil, 8718, Don asks, Don says, thank you, then goes on and says, we'll make the corrections, which they did in the last session. In the last session, you made the statement that before veiling, sexual energy transfer was always possible. I would like to know why it was what you meant by, quote, it was always possible, and why it was not always possible after the veiling, just to clear up that point. Ra actually talked about this before a bit. 87.8 and 87.18. We're going to get into sexual energy transfer from here to the end of the session, more or less, which is good. And um, we'll definitely take another week on session 87. Ra explains, We believe that we grasp your, grasp your query and will use the analogy in your culture of the battery, which lights the flashlight bulb. Two working batteries placed in series always offer the potential of the bulb's illumination. After the veiling, to continue this gross analogy, the two batteries being placed not in series would then offer no possible illumination of the bulb. Many mind-body-spirit complexes after the veiling have, through blockages, done the equivalent of reversing the battery. Um, Don asked, what was the primary source of the blockages that caused the battery reversal analogy? It's really caused the battery reversal in the analogy. Um, the battery reversal means that um, intelligent energy can't um, effectively, sufficiently go from, from red to green. And the blockages are lower triad blockages, first, second, third chakras. So the blockages are lower triad chakras. The reversal is actually that instead of um, uh, a, a smooth passage from from first ray to four, from root chakra to green ray heart chakra, which would allow sexual energy transfer in love, green ray transfer, um, people maintain their lower triad blockages, which stops the energy and heart chakra transfers can't happen. The, uh, Ra, Ra didn't quite get what Ra was saying. Don didn't understand what the source of the blockages were, because he didn't really pull it into chakra, um, the, the chakra perspective. And Ra didn't quite understand what Don was asking. 8719, please query more specifically as to the mind-body-spirits or mind-body-spirit complexes about which you request information. Meaning, uh, are you talking about 3D souls, 3D entities before or after the veil? Obviously, it's really after the veil because that it's only after the veil that this battery reversal thing can happen, which just means that um, the two entities are not sufficiently green-ray activated to make um, a green-ray sexual energy transfer. So the gross analogy of two batteries in the light bulb, in the flashlight, um, not in the light bulb, in the flashlight, that allow the energy to go you know, the, the um, energy to be transferred from the battery to the bulb to light it up. Doesn't happen, didn't happen, often doesn't happen now here after the veil, mind-body-spirit complexes, because entities don't know what love is. 
if you know what love is and you really want it, you'll get there. You'll be it. If you don't, you won't. And those that can't generally don't want it enough. That's all. They'd rather have control than um, loving harmony. And, you know, and we fall into that sometimes too. Often, maybe. <laughs> you know, a relationship is hard. So, but you got to be clear what your motivations are. Um, anyway, that's a whole other story. So what about this battery analog battery reversal analogy after the veil um, not uh, you know um, kind of preventing green ray sexual energy transfer Don tries to clarify in his own language 8720 says before the veil there was knowledge of the bulb lighting technique shall we say after the veil some experiments <laughs> created a bulb lighting some resulted in no bulb lighting, other than the fact that information was not available on methods of lighting the bulb. Was there some root cause of the experiments that resulted in no bulb lighting? Well, I said this is correct. What is the root cause? A721. The root cause of blockage is the lack of the ability to see the other self as the creator, or to phrase this differently, the lack of love. What is the root cause of humanity being so distorted, dysfunctional, self-harming? The lack of love, seems to me. Uh, if you if you if you don't, you know, develop green ray, or if one remains lacking love, one simply can't develop wisdom and balance and awareness, you know, a a true helpful awareness of the metaphysical or the spiritual or unity or the true self that all comes from six ray activation if 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 there's a lack of love if if beings when beings and cultures persist in a lack of love um, any further development is very difficult further development particularly uh, blue indigo violet and so uh, if there's not a bulb lighting technique it's basically two beings who live in love and it's an interesting analogy or, or um, equivalency sort of connection that love equals ability to see other self as creator. So let's just say other. It's a little awkward to say other self every time, but knowing that all is one, it means there is no other but only other self or all is the one self. That is known in sixth density or lived and by six chakra activation, we may know it and live it too, more or less. But it may not be phrased that way, and so Buddhism doesn't talk about self and other self or creator and unity. But <laughs> those who have had multiple awakenings or uh, join, you know, those who have entered the stream, the Suttapanni, um, have an experience of unity, which is um, the essential identity of self and other. That's why Ra says other self. So seeing the other self as the creator. Now is that that's not thinking. It's seeing it. And so there's a difference between see the creator and think it's the creator. See another look at another being. Um, remember it's the creator? No. Ra said see the creator. It's also very deep. Universal vision, not universal thinking. <laughs> Universal vision, or metaphysical vision, or true vision, or essential spiritual um, insight and sight, 
and seeing is to see what is which is the you know the inseparability of the physical and the metaphysical the uh, deeper nature causal nature hidden nature of the physical and the visible being spiritual being metaphysical being of unity and multidimensional being of god being god being the creator so uh, that reality is seen not simply thought and so there's a big difference between seeing all beings as one or seeing god seeing that all beings are god as nichinanda said everyone every being is god everybody is god seeing that is very different than thinking it um when it's seen um it's simply knowing it's the knowing of seeing or the seeing that is knowing i know what is cuz i see what is that's perception right perception of the real so there's perception of the physical there's perception of the metaphysical there's perception of the unity of the physical and the metaphysical and so materialists perceive only the physical spiritualists often degrade the physical and see uh, only the metaphysical but beyond that is a seeing that the physical and the metaphysical is one and in fact they're both dreamlike or empty of substantiality anyway <laughs> even higher self is a temporary arrangement of course so why don't entities um have have loving sexuality or have green ray transfer in sex because of a lack of love and that lack of love um in six chakra or or love expressed um in its highest in a higher form is the awareness of six chakra so there's fourth ray love and sixth ray awareness of unity and that's the 246 line and the degree to which that's integrated in body mind is the degree to which second chakra is healed meaning this is a well sense of self i like myself yes i have strength yes i have weakness yes i do good yes i did bad yes i have some awareness yes uh, i have a long way to go yes uh, i'm aware of some wisdom and yes it's minuscule yes um, i am this and yes i am not all that and um i i see my my credits and my debits my credits and my debts like that my strengths and my liabilities it can all be known yet all is one and all is the one creator and true identity is source so um that that kind of awareness of the the spiritualized awareness of self um not thinking but seeing you can think it and you can feel it but only when six ray is well developed can you see it self is a being of infinite worth complete and whole and perfect with just with with lots of distortion <laughs> the the distortions and the deficiencies and the debits and the debts and the liabilities is still an expression of perfection yet it's all real and needs work <laughs> to get to get past that is some kind of seems to me spiritualized view of self um based in seeing seeing the metaphysical or the essential seeing beyond just the metaphysical the metaphysical really is the non-physical non you know is the form and the formless realms in buddhism the essential is the source or the true nature of <laughs> uh not only the physical not only the metaphysical so 
Um, Don goes on and asks further um, about um, sexual energy transfer after the veil, where mind uh, has become complex, and the vehicles of mind-body-spirit are complex, or experienced as complex, meaning the experience of complexity has to be resolved into unity. That's the path. Or the experience of self, uh, which can be divided into mind-body-spirit, is an experience of complexity and internal conflict. And that's, that's par for the course. That's normal. Uh, and that experience, which is a product of the veiling, and um, not seeing the real or the essential, um, is catalyst that's very um, frictional and stressful. Uh, it's dukkha. It's the root, the veil as the root of dukkha, uh, or the veil as a, a major source of dukkha, pain, dissatisfaction that um, can be used as a, uh, can, can be a very fine catalyst for spiritual work or evolution of, of the whole self, the mind-body-spirit system. 8722, okay, Don goes on. In our particular illusion, the sexual potential, it seems, for the male, peaks somewhere prior to age 20, and the female, some 10 years later, what is the cause of this difference in peaking sexual energy, I will say? And um, it's kind of a funky question, like the male peaks sexuality sexually around 20, the woman around 30, or so they say, or so he read, or so it was believed uh, at that time. I don't know, maybe so, I, probably so. Why, Don basically is asking. And now we get, you know, you, you know, Don asks kind of simple, tangential question, but actually um, the answer is quite long, uh, because there's much to be um, elaborated. Ross said, first three paragraphs here. We must we must make clear distinction between the yellow ray, third density, chemical bodily complex, and the body complex, which is a portion of the mind body spirit complex. The male as you call this polarity, has an extremely active yellow ray desire at the space-time in its incarnation when the sperm, its sperm, is the most viable and full of the life-giving spermata. Thusly, the red ray seeks to reproduce most thickly at the time when this body is most able to fulfill the red ray requirements. Then, the yellow ray chemical body complex of the physical, as you call this polarity, Uh, The yellow ray, chemical body complex of the female, as you call this polarity, must needs have a continued and increasing desire for the sexual intercourse, for it can only conceive once in 15 to 18 month period, uh, once in one 15 to 18 month period, given that it carries the conceived body complex, bears it, and suckles it. This is draining to the physical body of the yellow ray. To compensate for this, the desire increases so that the yellow ray body is predisposed to continue in sexual congress, thus fulfilling its red ray requirements to reproduce as thickly as possible. The more, shall we say, integral sexuality, or polarity of the body complex, which is a portion of the mind-body-spirit complex, 
does not concern itself with these yellow ray manifestations, but rather follows the ways of the seeking of the energy transfer and the furthering of aid and service to others or to the self. Um, now, let me, we're going to end on this because it's a really quite complicated uh, principle or, or topic here. Uh, next week we're going to start on um, the issue of orgasm. <laughs> That's a happy place to start. 8723. Um, we're talking about some pretty uh, complex matters here. Number one is the difference between the yellow ray third density chemical body which is a complex, versus what Ra calls body complex, which is a portion of mind-body-spirit complex. Now, how can the yellow ray, third density, chemical body, form, flesh, bag, <laughs> biochemical uh, form, how can it not be a portion of the mind-body-spirit complex? Well, it is, it seems to me, but the way, in the way Ra's using the term mind-body-spirit complex, they're talking about the totality of um, the vehicles, mind-body-spirit complex, mind-body-spirit as three, as three portion, three what, three um, portions of the total octave self, three functions, forms and functions, form, functional forms of the incarnated evolving entity through the, through the octave. The entity, whatever the entity is, consciousness, self-consciousness, awareness, human, superhuman, atmanic, whatever you want to say, the entity, as an expression of the Logos, experiencing evolution through the, through the dimensions of the octave, um, uses body, mind, spirit as its vehicle, which is evolving up to higher self. After higher self, that tri triplicity ends and becomes unified, but... Um, there's a difference between the physical body and the uh, whole of the body complex. And this is why healing and initiation of body only begins with bo physical body practice or technique. You know, like um, balance your, you know, the balance of love and wisdom and the use of the body as natural functions as associated with healing and balance or initiation of body now at this time in history a little bit more holistic and um, less austere uh, these are techniques for the physical body but we're not talking about the total of the body complex the body complex is actually the um, time space portion of the of the third ray um, energy field the third ray energy field um, has a physical space time portion called a physical fleshy body chemical body that's the space-time portion of the 3D, uh, or the first, second, third chakra energy field. It manifests as a physical body, yellow, you know, chemical, biochemical flesh body. Its time-space portion is what Ra's calling body complex, it seems to me. All right. So, then, in terms of male-female and sexual desire, because we're talking about peaking sexual desire, uh, the male... Because, um, you know, around age 20, I guess, um, the, the sexual, act, very extremely active yellow ray desire 
which really means sexual desire, even though we know sexuality really is red right um, expression, um, because there's the desire to join two bodies, two yellow ray chemical bodies. Ra's calling it a yellow ray desire. And that, the, the, so the, the one sexual desire, or the male sexual desire, is associated with the, the condition of sperm being at, the, at those ages, around that age, most viable, meaning able to, to impregnate, you know, to, to um, fertilize an egg. And full of life-giving spermata, um, sperm full of spermata, it sounds a little bit uh, like uh, medieval science, but it's sort of the, the vital power of the sperm. Most viable, most likely to uh, successfully fertilize eggs. That's why then, Ross said, red ray. So that the person, the male, the person, the sense of person has a yellow ray desire. I want a female body for Congress, uh, not, not your Congress, <laughs> sexual Congress. V- meanwhile, that actually is driven by the red ray that is, has the automatic program to, you know, um, brief, brief, be fruitful and multiply, reproduce most thickly, meaning, you know, uh, make lots of um, bodies for other souls to keep the human race going. And that's basically driven by the condition of the sperm and vitality at that age for the male in association with what the, with the basic programming of Red Ray, which is to reproduce uh, as much as possible. Then, for the woman, Yellow Ray, but chemical body complex, meaning the space-time physical body, um, has a different set of requirements and dynamics because of, you know, pregnancy. It needs a continued and con- an increasing desire for sexual intercourse. So women are more sexual than men. Vogue and uh, GQ, not GQ, but Cosmo, Cosmo and Vogue have been telling you that for years or decades. It's true. And I think that a lot of the misogyny uh, or anti-woman um, tendencies, I think misogyny is the right word, um, comes from, I think, historically, men feeling threatened by women's stronger sexuality. And needing to control women, um, keep them in the house, keep the feet bound, keep them under the tador, or something like that. Um, the the misogynistic tendencies of humanity, I think, are significantly uh, related to the the emotional threat that men feel um, by women's um, increasing stronger sexuality as well as many, many other things in terms of, uh, you know, going against the ways of love. So, um, because of the requirements for the red ray to reproduce thickly, and the woman or the female's role, which is to um, conceive and bear and suckle, conceive the body complex, it's really conceive the physical body. But you see, it's, it, there is a conception of the body complex the body complex, again, is the time-space portion of the physical, you know, chemical, biochemical, fleshy body. The physical body we see, space-time, it's time-space correlate being what Ra calls the body complex. That's formed in the womb by the woman, not by the man. Uh, that, that is a real stress on the body. 
And so because it can only conceive once in one in each in any 15 to 18 month period, meaning uh, like about a year and a half, one per one and a half years or so, um, there's the need um, for um, um, continued and increasing sexual desire, which is built into the body, um, I guess to compensate for the draining to the physical body um, of um, the work of childbearing. And so the woman, the female body, needs to continue childbearing uh, in accord with the impulse of the red rat for the reproduction uh, of humanity and the perpetuation of the species, the maintenance and perpetuation of the human species by continued um, sex and conception and uh, childbearing and then suckling, you know, feeding not with the uh, formula, but by the breast. And um, that's a big deal. And it's also very draining to a woman's body. Then there's compensation for that in um, the inbuilt continuing uh, desire. Desire increases. To compensate for this, the desire, sexual, her female body, sexual desire increases so that yellow ray body is predisposed to continue in sexual congress even though the body is drained, the sexual desire is inbuilt to continue or increase, perhaps what, from 20 to 40, age 20 to 40 or 35. That fulfills the red ray requirement, which is inbuilt to reproduce thickly as possible. It's interesting that Ra uses this term twice, reproduce most thickly. This is like, um, it's like plants spreading pollen, you know, like certain plants that have this kind of explosion of uh, little pollen spores to uh, spread across the earth thickly. That's that's what the body wants. That's the red ray requirement. Then there is also something called integral sexuality, which is um, um, of the body complex, not of the physical body. So you see the red ray activity or red ray requirements are of the body complex and it manifests and it's associated with the the you know the logoic need to perpetuate body forms for this human species in 3d on this earth so it's um so the the, the cause the causal is the metaphysical right the red ray is a is a metaphysical description of root chakra activity and function and it's the causal or cause to the consequential or the resultant or the manifest or the physical mm, behavior of um, men's desire peaking in the 20s and women's continuing even stronger perhaps into the late 30s or 40s uh, is associated with um, the metaphysical requirement you know, of the red ray to reproduce thickly and the consequences of the physical body for the woman particularly um, being childbearing, which is draining. Uh, and so women's sexuality increasing, um, I would say from 20 to 40 or more, um, associated with um, the strain on the physical of require, red ray require childbearing for the male, though, an earlier peaking. And that's why, you know, it's, uh, women who are very uh, liberated in the olden days, particularly 
take a lo- take a younger lover, right? So the forty five year old woman takes a twenty year old, twenty five year old lover, male, and so uh, because uh, her sexual desire is uh, strong, strong at forty five, and is as strong physically by physical at twenty or twenty five. His mind is uh, not necessarily much developed, so it's a strange combination. But there's also raw, what Raw calls integral sexuality or polarity of the body complex. So sexuality as a polarity, meaning an expression of polarized, you know, biologically polarized bodies, male, female. Um, yes, Raw is talking only about heterosexual sex here. Because that's the only basis for green ray transfer, said Ra, meaning male body, female body. Then, um, it's interesting, you know, integral sexuality. Um, basically, is sexuality associated with a union of physical and metaphysical, spiritually based sexuality that intrinsically is not simply of mind, body, or the manifest, but also. Um, the multidimensional, meaning uh, higher chakra involvement, meaning awareness that uh, sexuality can be a sacrament and can also um, be very powerful and helpful on the spiritual path uh, to the extent that they're using the relationship and sexuality to develop, you know, um, heart and wisdom uh, communication and seeing clearly sixth ray um, spiritualization. So integral sexuality, which also is a kind of polarity uh, of the body complex as a whole, which you know is either the time-space portion or the integrated physical metaphysical body complex, that then, <laughs> the body complex is a portion of mind-body-spirit complex, because again, to call it complex is to indicate that there's some kind of experiential separation between the physical and the metaphysical. There was a physical and a metaphysical before the veil, but now there's an apparent, um, the, the, the union, the inseparability of metaphysical, metaphysical, of space, time, time, space. Its inseparability is due to its unity. That unity was known before the veil naturally. After the veil, not. And so, the veiling of the union of the physical and the metaphysical, the veiling of its of the physical and the metaphysical as one field of life, that's the veiling. That's what's veiled. The unity, that's <laughs> unity is veiled. So the unity is particularly first the unity of the physical and the non-physical, or what Ra said, the physical and the metaphysical are inseparable because it's one field. And so that's veiled from awareness or conscious mind awareness um, higher usage of sexuality is separate from it does not concern itself with Ross said we do not concern ourselves with the conditions that bring about harvest meaning um, inconveniences meaning earth changes meaning destructive planetary uh, geoclimatic uh, physical upheaval Ross used the same phrase we do not concern ourselves with the conditions that bring about harvest. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately we do, and it's very concerning. Here again, uh, the, the whole matter of integral sexuality or spiritual sexuality or the higher functions and uses of sexuality or the higher or more 
unified understanding of sexuality. Integral means integrates, integrational. Integral is integrational, showing an integration, integration of the physical and the metaphysical. That's the point. Integral sexuality, like integral counseling, at CIIS, where I went, integral means of an integration. Of what? Of the physical and the metaphysical. <laughs> of mind-body with spirit, or a unified mind-body-spirit perspective. And so that unified mind-body-spirit perspective uh, you know, includes the awareness that, that um, there's reincarnation and work to be done um, by mind and will on uh, the seven rays. And that there's a path and there's development and there's more skillful and less skillful uh, and there's something called long-term welfare and benefit. And that would be a good thing to uh, focus on. It's not concerned only, I would say, with yellow ray manifestations, but follows the ways of the seeking of energy transfer because that's um, what feeds the whole self, mind-body-spirit complex as a whole, is fed by um, higher chakra energy transfers. And then also um, furthering or developing aid and service to others or to the self. And so again, there's the... There at last, here in session 83, Ra at last makes a indication that the path of service to other, S-T-O, is also including service to self, which doesn't mean selfish self-service. It means helping yourself. And so, better call it service to all, the S-T-A path and the S-T-S path, for those who like those. So the S-T-A path of service to all definitely <laughs> includes service to others and self, but it's not serving self at others' expense. It means helping oneself. And um, that perspective is the higher or integral perspective of sexuality. Sexuality um, is a great opportunity to develop the higher race. Sexuality is a great way in relationship of any sort um, to be of benefit to self and other. And um, that's a good thing. And it's not simply about uh, reproducing thickly. So, um, <laughs> yep, next time we're going to finish session 87. Uh, we're going to start at 87.23 about the ratio of male to female orgasms and Don. Don is a real scientist and gets into some of the, the details about uh, ratios of male to female orgasm in third and fourth density. Uh, we will also possibly look into session 32 which is about uh, sexual energy transfers as a whole and um, an interesting way of looking at um, the, the chakras according to the two paths, session 32. So, thank you for being here today. Um, I hope this was helpful and interesting. Take good care of yourselves. See you next time, and good night.